Hello. Episode two already intact right now. Um, this is Jacobo Mantia back at it. I'm here with uh, special guest Pedum Pedro what's Moini. Up, what's up? Great guy. Funny thing is, uh, I went to high school with him. We were we weren't extremely co- close, but uh, the universe has a way of bringing back people you really need in your life. And we started working together at T-Mobile, and then we kind of grew closer and closer. Went through similar situations, and this guy's been doing a lot, and I feel like it's, it's almost a sin <laughs> not, like, getting to know you and not <laughs> listening to your story. Appreciate so, you, appreciate you. I guess what I first wanted to say was um, introduce yourself. Just give us a little bit about yourself. All right. So, Pedram is the name. Uh, nickname has been P Dumb. <laughs> a lot of people actually ask me how that name came to came to came to be me, and uh, it's all up to my uh, coach, Coach Valles from high school. Uh, he's our freshman coach, and uh, he called me all sorts of names, freaking Petunia, <laughs> P Drum, all this stuff. And then one day he was like Pedum. He's like, Nah, I like that one. And he just said Pedum, and he's like, Nah, P Dumb. And then he said P-Dum, and then from there on, everybody just kept calling me P-Dum. At first, it was a joke, and then I was like, no, nah, I actually kind of like it. Yeah, it's a cool so, name. So, P-Dum's like everything, dude. Yeah. That's like, I made that my my name for, like, music because I think that's what describes me. Yeah. Like, just P-Dum. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, when you ask, when you, there's some people who I, like, follow on social media mm-hmm. who I'll meet in person, and I kid you not, they don't even know my real name. <laughs> They're like, we just know you as P-Dumb. Yo, P-Dumb. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I think that's, that's, like, the biggest part of me, I think, is P-Dumb. Like, yeah. that's just, like, my thing, you know? Yeah, so, uh, so you're doing college, you're doing school, you're doing all sorts of things, and um, I guess what I really wanted to talk about was when we were at T-Mobile, we were both kind of similar going through, like, kind of this depression that we were both dealing with. Yeah. Uh, the sadness that we were both going through breakups, obviously. Yeah. I mean, no big deal. Every guy goes through it. But I guess the way you handled it, like, it took a while, but you ended up handling it and just channeling that kind of depression towards your music. And, I mean, yeah. lately I've seen a frown turn into a smile, and I guess I just wanted to go, like, what made you want to do music? Like, what Dude, what I'm going to be honest you? with you. Shit, yeah, like back, I mean, I remember, I still even remember, like, the feeling of, of all the stuff we used to go through when I was working there, and um, big thanks to, like, a few of my friends, like, that I, that they know, they know, I don't even gotta say their names, they know they were there for me, and definitely you, one of them, of course, and that was crazy, I had, yeah. that's the first time I was in love, and that was the first time I had real heartbreak, so, yeah. for me, that was, like, one of the hardest things, and, um, <clears throat> And I mean, still to this day, dude, like I still, I still think, yeah, I still think about her and, you know, and there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Cause you know, that's the first love and everything. And, uh, it's, 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 it's nice. Yeah. It's, you know, it's okay. Like it's, I'm glad I went through that at the mm-hmm. age I did, dude. I'd rather go through love and heartbreak at 19 than like 24 when it's, yeah. like, you know, more serious or whatever. Um, dude, the way I channeled my energy was, I just realized that like, the other party just didn't want it anymore. Yeah. And I realized as a human, like I need to move on and I mm-hmm. can't keep, if I keep whining about something that I want, even though I'm not going to get, I'm not getting anywhere. And I, uh, 
I've always been into music. In high school, I was used to freestyle and make yeah. little fun songs with my homies here and there. And uh, I was always too nervous to put it out because I was afraid of judgment. But honestly, after like my senior year, I just didn't care about what people really thought about me because I always knew at the end of the day, I got to do what makes me happy. Yeah. And no matter what people's judgment is, people are always going to judge. There's always going to be yeah. someone hating. And uh, I thought, shoot, when I was going through my stuff, I would write. And then I said, and then my my homie that I actually make music with, uh, both Shane and Ollie, so Uno yeah, and Yeah, you know, I, I used to actually meet Ollie where he was my first friend in elementary school. Really? So if Ollie, you're listening to this, shout out to you. Yeah, bro, I'm going to send this yeah. out to him. He was, he was my homie. He was like my first homie. So it was kind of funny how it all entangled because the thing about me and Pedram is that we're both very similar. Yeah. So like... Yeah, we were homies, and we always get together. When we're together, we're always kind of, like, on the same chemistry, same frequency. Mm-hmm. But you can't really, like, hang out with someone when you guys are both going through the same thing, or you both have just been, like, listening to Drake crying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So it's like we're yeah. both Leos, both born in August, both doing the same thing. You know, it's just kind of like it was funny because it was we're so similar. Yeah. And then the world just ended up bringing us together into yeah. the same place. It's, but it's funny. the funny thing is we used to we used to freestyle at T-Mobile. Yeah, we did. Dude. Closing shift with Zachary. Shout out Zachary Brown. <laughs> Shout out Zach, bro. Shout out Tony too. I miss yeah, that. we used to freestyle and like yeah. I was I listened to you freestyle because I used to freestyle all the time too, and I was like, dude, why doesn't this kid make music? He he's, he's got, got some, flow. Yeah. He's got. I mean, yeah. And I told you, I was like, dude, you yeah. should do music, and you're like, uh, I don't know. And I was like, I was bro, too afraid of the judgment. And then one day, dude, Uno and Uno and Rue were just like bro, don't care about what people say. And I was like, Honestly. dude, you're right. Like, no matter what, I know, like, the people who love me, they're going to support me even if they don't like it. Like, they're still going to support me doing something I love. And, like, the people who, who don't like it, I mean, that's fine. Like, people aren't going to – not everybody yeah. likes Like, I think about it like, yo, Drake is one of the biggest artists out there. A lot of people don't like him, you know? So there's always going to be judgment. And then one day I was like, man, I'll just do it. So I started making a song. That's when I made Distractions. Uh, to this day, I still think Distractions is one of the best songs I've yeah, written. Yeah, I like it. Because it was made with heart. Uh-huh. Like it's, it was made with pure, like, every line in that song is real. It's and that's like, the biggest thing yeah, for me. For sure. For all of my music, I try to keep it, like, I don't I don't flex. I don't flex, yeah. like, fake diamonds, fake nothing. Like, I'll say a funny line, like, oh, I got diamonds. And then the ad lib, I'll say, like, psych or lies or whatever. Like, yeah. it's a joke. But no, I don't flex anything. Everything that I say in my songs are real. There are things I've gone through, yeah. like short stories about yeah. literally my life. And uh-huh. Distractions was big because like that was the first song I put out. And the first song is what everybody hears and is everybody's going to anticipate mm-hmm. and be like, all right, Pidgeon's good or nah, he's not good, you know. Mm-hmm. And I put that. Was, that song was about my breakup and, and, the, and the hardships I went through it. And um, yeah, it just seemed like way overdue because yeah. I, the thing about distractions when I heard it was a lot of people were telling me the same thing. Like some people liked it. Some people were like, yeah, like, all right. Like, I guess like what type of vibe is he going for? And I was just like, bro, like if you, the reason I like this song so much is because like I saw Pedram go through all this. Yeah. Like I saw his pain and I, I knew that like this song was so overdue. Yeah. Like just the pain, the emotion, just like where you channeled everything was so overdue. So when I finally heard it, I was all I could do is was really small and be like, bro, this was meant to be. Yeah, bro. And when I saw it get like a thousand likes and all that, like I was one of the first comments on it. I, I, I later on I would just go back and check it, 
And I'd be like, yo, thank God he's getting yeah. all this recognition. Cause it's like so that. overdue. Like that song yeah. was so overdue. Yeah. And that's, and I mean, the other party wasn't, wasn't very too happy about the yeah. song. My ex was not very happy that I made a song, but, um, um, yeah, how did that go? Did she just contact you? Or- uh, yeah, she, so the, the the voicemail at the beginning of the song, um, it does sound like her. I'm not going to lie, yeah. but it wasn't her. I actually was recording at, I remember, 1230 at night in my mom's car because she has a really good speaker system. And yeah. my, uh, my friend Max, his girlfriend Nika called me because uh, I was the only person up. It was like a Thursday night, like yeah. a Wednesday night. Like it was in the school night. And she called me and she was crying. She was having a panic attack because she like, she like, took a nap and then woke up and like, didn't know what was going on. She was yeah. like, con- confused. Like she like slept for like four or five hours. I don't mm-hmm. know. That happens to me. You get like anxiety from it. And yeah. she called me and I didn't realize I was recording our conversation. And at the end, I like was like listening to it again, just to like, listen to what she was telling me. And I was like, yo, the ending sounds really sick. Like the part where I'm telling her I love her and I'm there for her. Yeah. It sounds like a Drake beginning, like a beginning yeah, of a yeah, Drake yeah, song. Like the dude. Marvin's room. So type I put thing. that, yeah, Marvin's room. So I put that in there and then I was like, Yo, all right, let me get the vocals and got everything in, got everything set. <laughs> I made that song in like 25, 30 minutes. Oh That's usually God. how I do. I usually make my songs real quick. I'm like real quick. Like I just get in, say what I need to say, and I'm out. And then I edit it. And I remember she contacted me and she she thought it was her. And I was just like, the last time I FaceTimed you was like five months ago. It's not like I saved a recording. And I let her know. And at first she didn't believe me. And then she figured it out. But she wasn't very too – she wasn't too happy that I wrote the song. But – at the end of the day, um, I, I mean, to you're not ta- you're not out. trashing here. You're not trashing with no, anyone. Course, you're just no. kind of telling about your pain. Exactly. So. It was it was the pain that everybody else had been seeing me going through, and I mean, not everything was about her in that song. Yeah. it was also a distraction for myself. Yeah, I was distracting myself and the things that I was doing, and um, but no, like I I talked it out with her. Yeah, and we're all good now. Her and I are her and I are like I mean we're not like friends, but we're acquaintances. Like yeah. I have no issues with her, and yeah, she has no issues with me. And She's a great girl, and I, you know, I wish nothing but happiness and success for her as well. Yeah. Um, and that was that was also a big step into mm-hmm. me being able to get through the sadness was uh was realizing like yo, even though I don't have a future with this person, at the end of the day, you want the best for the people you love, yeah. no matter if they're in your life or out of your life. Yeah. And and uh, I hate when people put their exes down. I don't like that. Like I like I want. I want success for them. At the end of the day, they, they were somebody in my life who cared for me and I cared yeah. for them and the love's mutual. And uh, just because they're not in your life doesn't mean you want to shit on them. I want, I want to see success for not even her, just all my, like all the girls I've been with or even just not even that, just yeah. friends in general, like friends that I used to be friends with. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see anybody in my life ever go through anything bad. You know, I want nothing but happiness and success. But I think distractions was, was big for me because of that. And um, after that, Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I listen to Distractions and like it's sh- it's like shit, like the audio oh, and everything. And I was on GarageBand. Yeah. I'm on like FL and Better Things, and uh, but it was shit. And I listen to it. And I'm like, damn, I kind of want to go redo this song. But well, it's like it's like when I first started doing film, uh, I would I would watch these films with uh, all these directors, mm-hmm. and one of the things they do is they they play back their first film they played. And the thing about art overall, music, film, like overall, is everything in the arts is that it's literally trail and error. Like it's literally just yeah. doing it, failing at it, and then going back and being, oh my God, just doing it overall because people don't want to start it because they hate that first step. And that's why the people that like make it in this music industry and the <coughs> film industry are like the people 
honestly, that love kind of like get used to losing, mm-hmm. get used to doing bad, and then they just learn what not to do a million times until they yeah. learn what to do. So I feel like exactly that's why a lot of people don't do music, and that's why I'm glad <clears throat> you're doing it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you received a lot of love, but also if you've received hate, like it's good. Cause I'm gonna be honest with you. I haven't received hate because I don't think people like are gonna go out of their way to be like, oh, like, fuck yeah. Pedram and his music. Like, I've got a lot of people, even friends, even like my parents, my yeah. mom, my dad, or my brother that are like, I don't like this song or I don't like this music, and I don't take any offense to it because like, it lets me like I tell my friends like my friends will be like, yeah, I like this song. They'll like every song I play, and I'm like, all right, this is bullshit. Like, there has to, you can't like every yeah. song I make. Like, tell me a song you don't like or like. What's wrong with it? And I was like, yeah. I want you to tell me what's wrong. Because, like, if you just keep telling me everything's good, I'm just going to put out all this music yeah. that I think everybody's going to think is good, but it's not. So it's all about... Yeah, that, that's the same thing that was happening to me. Because I just did this first podcast and I told people to do feedback on it. And at first, people... Some people contacted me and they were like, yeah, it's good and all that. And then some people, like, they were, like, hesitant, but they told me, like, oh, Jacobo, you were saying way too much. Uh, um... Yeah. Or, like, Jacobo, you were doing this. And they were, like, kind of scared to tell me. You could tell they were a little hesitant. And then right after, I would comment, like, thank you so much. Because I, I appreciated yeah. the people who told me that way more than the people that it did. It takes more balls to tell someone yeah, that if you it, don't like something than you do. Also, it shows me that they listened. It shows yeah. me that they were actually, like, they halfway through. It. Yeah, they analyzed it. They they criticized they it. And they care, you know? like Criticism, that's why the yeah. thing is, like, a lot of people don't realize, dude, criticism is caring. Yeah. It is a form of caring. Yeah. It's just, of course, it can be negative or positive. But most times... Even if it is negative, yeah. it's still positive. Like, exactly. It's, like, it's all about the mentality of being able to take criticism, creative cri- criticism. Yeah, and, and just being able to take it. And exactly, just... take it in the right way. But the music's it's going – like, I bottle all my emotions into certain songs, not all of them. Uh-huh. Sometimes I'll just make songs for, like, hey, I think fun. this would be, like, a fun party song. Or, yeah. This is a cool, like, vibe song, you know? Um, But songs like – distractions let me show you i love that one uh, let me show you let me show you yeah that one's that one's like a that one's like all vocals so a yeah. lot of people like that and um like short story yeah imagine like those are songs that i like i put time into especially mm-hmm. short story and i like put time into and i think like yeah this is like this is a message mm-hmm. i want to portray and um yeah a lot of people always think like a lot of my songs I'll, i will talk about like hey baby or like or, like, I'll talk about, like, sadnesses and stuff and, like, lovers losing that yeah. stuff. And a lot of people think it's always about my ex. But in general, it's not even about that. It's mm-hmm. usually just in general. Like, I like to make music that speaks out to people. Yeah. So when I'm talking about a song about, like, hey, like, I miss all the smile, like, smile on your face, mm-hmm. up to me, like, all this stuff. Like, all these songs that I, that I like, rap about and talk about. It's it's a message for people to listen. It's not always yeah. me talking about my life. Sometimes it's me. Like I'll make songs for people. Mm-hmm. Like um, the the cover I did to Exa song Rebirth cover. Yeah, that one was uh, suicide awareness. Nothing. I mean, nothing really to do with me. It's more to do with I was actually like I made that, and then I was like I'm just gonna send it to like at the end I said I made this for someone special to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I sent it to her. I played it for her. And then I, like, went on my, like, Instagram and stuff, and I just saw, like, people were sad. Like, Twitter, people were like, damn, like, I hate school. Or, like, people were like, I'm so sad. Yeah. And I'm like, like this, there's too much depression on my timeline amongst people that I care about. So I put the song out there. 
And I remember individually sending the link out to specific people and saying, Hey, like you matter. I love you. I care for you. Like, please listen to this. This song is for you. Um, sending it out to specific people. I actually think I sent, sent it out to you. Yeah. I think I did text Uh it out to you. Um, yeah, that's the thing I love about you because, uh, ever since I've been like just listening overall, just doing a lot of research on depression in our generation, the one thing that a lot of people say is bad about it is that people don't talk about it. People in our generation like to kind of make it like some sort of taboo. And I remember when I was going through all my stuff and everything that I was going through and you were going through stuff, like I would post stuff on my private that was just sad. That was just yeah. straight up sad. And I would have some people just tell me like, yo, like don't post this stuff. Like don't say stuff like that. Like don't speak out of your ass. And I'm like, I'm not speaking out of my ass. Like this is stuff I actually mean. Like these are words I actually talk about. And I mean, I want to share it with people how I feel. Cause I feel like depression is something that people are like, Oh, don't talk about it. Like, just be quiet about it. And that's like why it's still here. Like that's why mm-hmm. people still go through it. And I feel like people like me and you, like, yeah, we post about it. Like we make it well known that we have it. We make it well known that like, we're not scared of it kind of, you know, cause yeah. a lot of people are scared of it. They're scared to talk deep about it. To, oh, I don't want to talk about anything deep. I just want to talk about partying and life and doing fun things. And I'm like, what? I mean, if you talk about sadness, I, half the time when I talk about sadness, it makes me feel better. Like, it's yeah. my way of coping. It's my way of saying, you know what? I'm sad. This is how I felt for a very long time. Can you help me decipher this, where it's coming from, why I'm sad? Yeah. And, like, when I do this, when I post this stuff, it's not to kind of just get attention or anything like that. It's literally just to talk to someone, to talk to someone about it, about yeah. depression, because I feel like depression isn't talked about. It's not It's not just to get more follows, get more this is what a lot of people think. Oh, People only post about depression because they want attention, because they want yeah. this. It's like, no, people talk about depression because they want it gone. Yeah. And the only way to shine depression is by letting it out in the light and not leaving yeah. it in the darkness. Yeah. And I you think, are uh, one of those people that talk about it on your Twitter. Yeah. On your on your private, on your on your song in your songs, everything. Yeah. And yeah. that's like so important. Yeah. Because people in our generation are so scared to talk about depression. Yeah. When almost everyone has it. I saw a study the other day. It's like 80%, dude, 80%. And it's, it's scary. It's scary. Like 80%. Imagine if you had 80% chance of a surgery to like survive or not, you wouldn't do it. Like if you, if you were going to die, 80% chance, that's it. And people are over here shining things on still like STDs and other stuff and this and that when they should really be shining out depression. Yeah. And that's what I really like about you. Yeah. I mean, the thing is like, I remember I damn damn dude I just remember going through a huge wave of last year just like the like huge depression mm-hmm. just literally didn't want to talk to anybody or didn't want to see anybody and I was always posting stuff of sad stuff and then it just kind of got to a point where I was just like these posts aren't doing anything for me these posts are I was personally just doing it like I just wanted someone to care yeah and it wasn't even someone I wanted someone specific to care yeah you know and it got to the point where I was like, man, I just gotta, I just gotta grow up and I just gotta like talk it out with someone or just deal with it. The biggest thing with depression is people don't want to face it. People don't want to face depression. They want to, they want to sit back and just let it go away. But that's not how life works. You can't. I mean, if you want a job, you're going to go chase that job. Mm -hmm. You're not just going to wait for a job to hit you in the face. That's not how it works. And I think one of the biggest things with me 
was maturing and realizing that I needed to face my depression and get over it. And I did it on my own uh, with, of course, a lot of help from people. But it kind of got to the point where people like can't always do everything for you. And that's what I had to realize. I just depended on people. And it got to a point where I was like, damn, all my friends and family have given me the tools to, yeah. to fight it. It's up to me to push those tools in. Like I had friends giving me like, like, yo, block the person or stop talking to them. Stop texting them. Don't reply. Delete it. And I didn't because I didn't want to. But I yeah. realized, damn, if I need to make that next step to be happy, I have to do those things. Like, yeah. I have to delete people I don't want. I have to block people yeah. I don't want. Take up, dude, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't talk to people anymore. Yeah, me neither. Like I am, and it's not to say that I don't want to or anything. I am just so happy with myself and content that like, I don't need to use my, like I literally, like literally look at this text my mom just sent me. She said, are you still friends with Shane? LOL. And she's probably asked, of course I am. Shane's one of my best friends. He's one of my closest friends. She's asking that because she doesn't see him come mm-hmm. around anymore. And that's also because I'm busy with, you know, school yeah. and lacrosse and stuff. But like in general, like even my mom knows, like I don't talk to people. I never use my phone. I have so many, look at all these text messages and Snapchats and stuff yeah. that I'm not going to reply to until maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day. Cause like I have too many things going on in my life right now that's to be focused thing. on putting energy onto other people. Like, for the longest, for 18 years, I put my energy into other people. And I think it's time for me to put energy into myself. And yeah, it sucks because a lot of my close friends that I used to talk to all the time, I really don't talk to them that much. But the ones that understand are still there and they still yeah. care about me, you know, and the ones that aren't, they've gone. And that's, yeah. And that's why I really, lost. And that's like, why I really want to join here because that's like literally me. Yeah. The same thing. I was relying on people's energy. Like, I knew I needed to stop posting sad stuff. I knew I, – I liked what I was doing, shining the light on depression, but I knew it was somewhat the wrong way of doing it. Yeah. But the way people were saying it was kind of upsetting me on how they were because they just yeah. didn't want to talk about it. But I realized that you just have to t- contact certain people for it. Yeah. Like, you, like other people. And, I, and same thing. Like, I don't talk to anyone. I used to have multiple streaks. I used Dude. to have – Talk to multiple people. I used to have like... I used to go like through my calls and just call people and FaceTime people and just overall talk to people. I turn my phone off now, dude. I turn my phone off and I leave it. Like I don't... Yeah. It all started... It's low-key so hard to start talking to girls now because like... Like I don't want to put energy into like talking to someone. Like if I can't even put energy into like my best friends, like do you really think I'm going to like... You know, like it's hard talking to someone and like... That's what I've told people lately. I'm like, I can't... I don't do anything unless I talk, unless I'm going to give you hundred percent. Exactly. And that's why lately I've just been focusing on myself because my whole life I've been depending on people's relationships with me to define yeah. my life. And now recently I've just been like, you know what? I mean, first off, I went from almost being on my phone 10 hours a day. Shout out to Apple for like pointing that out. Bro, yeah. To going down to like four to five hours. Dude, I went from... I went from 11 hours and 30 minutes to two hours and 20 minutes. Exactly. And like that is a dramatic change. Yeah. Like, and it just, it it's just felt huge. amazing. Yeah. And it goes up a little bit more on the weekends mm-hmm. because um, like games, like this weekend I was in Davis and Santa Cruz yeah. 
for my games. So like we were on our phones like most times, like when we were bored for, for music and stuff. It's like a lot of my usage is just music. Yeah, as well. So that's well. literally all it is. And like, um, and I like go on Snapchat like frequently just to like check stuff, but I won't like really reply to anybody. It's just a reply to little things. And, um, but, but yeah, dude, I mean, it's, it's also, it's funny. Cause I remember, I literally remember so clearly people always being like, Pedro, you're on your phone too much. When we were at T-Mobile, our boss used to try taking our phones oh my away. God. Cause me and Pedro would be Jonathan. on the phone all the time. And I mean, there was some underlying truth about it. Cause we were on our phone a lot. We were. Well, just, that's also because the job was just boring. Bro. Yeah, but but it was funny how how like just we both decreased it. It was just just it was. It made my life so much easier because growth. I I depended so much on it on on my phone and just being on social media constantly, and now I realize I'm on it, and it's kind of like this. There's oh, this underlying truth every time I'm on. Every time I feel sad, I'm like, oh, I go on and. I feel this like sadness. I'm like, okay, this is just social media telling me like, okay, this is someone's life that this is probably their best moment. They're posting it. I don't need to be like sad about it, that I'm not doing anything in my life, that I'm not doing this. And just decreasing all those, like that time has just helped so much. Exactly. And just like, yeah, I remember people always used to be like, Pedro, you're on your phone too much. You, you post too much. You talk too much. But I remember that shit clearly. People used to bag on me because I used to talk so much. And damn right I did. I'm a talkative ass person. I like talking with people. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's kind of how. And now it started. People are like, people are like, you don't post enough. You don't talk to me enough. You don't. You don't this enough. You're on your. You're never on your phone. And I'm like, damn, dude. People really don't like. Like you can never do anything to make people happy. Like if you do too much, you're too much. If you do too little, you're too little. And if you're in the perfect amount, they're going to hate on you because you're too perfect. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like no matter what, there's always going to be people hating you. So at that point, shit, you might as well just do what you want to do and be happy, bro. Like, so yeah, you decreased your phone time, started music. What else have you done? You started locks too, Dude, yeah. How's that Super random, right? Yeah. Never played. So how did that start? a second of lacrosse in my life, bro. I used to play. I played uh, intramural with the lacrosse guys because uh, I have a, a friend that I've known since Pop Warner. His yeah. name is Cody Gilligan. He was mm-hmm. at Del Norte, and um, he like asked me. He's like, "Yo, are you doing flag?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Oh, like come play for our team. It's like my lax team." And I was like, "All right, for sure." Like I needed a team anyway, so I went out and played like with their lax team, like flag football. And the guys were like, "Yo, you're athletic. Like, like you should come out and play. Like, come out and yeah. play for us." And I was just like. I've never played lacrosse before. And they're like, dude, who cares? You'll learn. Like, it's fine. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Maybe next season, whatever. And that was like this year. And I like, I used to, dude, I used to have long hair. Yeah, yeah. I used to have long <laughs> ass hair. And I, I shaved my head off because I was getting a job at Wells Fargo. Yeah. And Wells Fargo was like, oh, we need you to work three weeks training, 40 hours, nine to five. And I was like, I have class. I can't do that. And they're like, all right, well, then just apply back in the summer and do it during the summer. And I was like, all right. So I shaved my freaking head for no reason. right? Yeah. And then the guys were like, come on, like, like come play. And I was like, well, I mean, I think at the Wells Fargo job, I'm, I mean, I might as well just go. Yeah. And I was like, think about it. And like, I knew a lot of the guys because of the, the team. And then I knew some of them that they were just in my class. Yeah. And the guys around campus were always like, dude, join. Like, come on, join. Like, yeah. randomly, they'd be like, join. Yeah, please, like, happy please, please just come on, join. <laughs> like, like, please, please. And then my homie Cody was like, Pedro, 
you're coming to practice today. Like, come talk to our coach. And I was just like, oh, fine. So I went to the practice and talked to them. And and then now, like, shit, I'm, it's been like a month. I've yeah. been playing now. And, yeah, it'll be a month tomorrow, actually. Yeah. How's that and, been? You like it? Dude, so fun. It's so funny how fun. things happen like that, you know? Dude, you know and I'm actually, like, I'm actually not even but Like, I actually play, like, a lot. That's good. That's and good. I'm like, yeah, I actually play a lot, and it's it's fun. Like, I'm, I mean, my, like, goal is by the end of the season to be, like, the most improved player, hopefully start a couple games. I, I think I'll I think I'll be able to yeah. start. I think I'm – and just start a couple games or something. Like, that'd be – that's, like, that's, like, the goal. And the main goal also is to, like, get my team bonding together. Our team, yeah. is, our team is a little, like, off at the moment, but – I'm having a, a team bonding dinner tomorrow night at my house, so I'm gonna talk to them. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna get us going, but it's been going well, dude. Yeah, it's that sense fun. of having a sport is very important. After high school, not having water polo as much really affected me, honestly. And I just realized that sports really, honestly, just calm your mind a lot. You're not wasting time. You're being active. You're, yeah. I mean, you're too tired to like honestly just like be sad to be like thinking about dumb stuff, to be doing dumb I'm stuff. I'm telling you that. I literally was sitting home and, like, started getting my feels, and I'd be like, stop. I'm too tired to be in my feels yeah, right now. Exactly. Like, I got homework. I got an 8 a.m. tomorrow. I got to be up at 6.30. Like, I don't have time to think about being yeah. sad. And I, I got to focus on this game, practice. And it's, like, focus, a good you know? busy. It's not, like, school busy. It's, really. busy, it's like, dude. oh, I'm stressed at school. Like, you're not stressed in, when you're doing a sport. You're honestly I'm also off fun. my phone a lot because I'm busy. Yeah, it's not even that I don't want to reply or I don't want to talk to people. Like, yeah, it's like right now that I like when you texted me, you were the first person I had talked to in like, yeah, bro, like since literally like twelve o'clock today. Yeah, like I have not been talking to anybody at all. Like, and it's fine. Like that's I mean, good, honestly. Yeah. I feel like keeping your circle close is very important because you you only get the people who actually want to talk to you, who actually want to be there. And I know both of us are those type of people that we have the capability of loving. We have the capability yeah. of being that person for someone, being that friend, that best friend and giving a person hundred percent. And I feel like for both of us, it's kind of been this realization that maybe we should step back and only, Dang. yep, and only pass the ball Preach. back if the ball's passed to us, honestly. Preach. I literally yeah. do not. I don't go out of my way to text or call anybody that doesn't text or call me. Yeah, I know I'm. I know I've not become like cold hearted and all that because that's what. Bro, was, it's not even being cold hearted. That's I, what I, I was kind of scared of like, in the beginning. I was, and I like I actually just got off the phone with my homie. He called me real quick to um, to ask me about lacrosse. Um, and he's like, he was like, tell me, he's like, yo, how's your cousin been? And I'm like, dude, I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't talked to him in a minute. Like, I haven't uh-huh. like not to say that I don't care, but like. It gets to a point where you, you, you're there for someone so much and like you do so much for them and then they're not there. So it's like, dude, I'm this is a one way ass street. I like if you're not gonna care, I'm not gonna care. And like even for yeah. some of the people that I like that care for me a lot and love and, and even throw the ball at me a hundred times, sometimes like I don't know, you like I'm not I'm not obligated to do anything. You yeah, know? like I'm not obligated to give love back. Like if yeah. if someone's giving you a lot of love like that's them if they if they get mad at you because you're not uh-huh. reciprocating it, that's another thing. But if they're getting mad at you because you're not giving stuff back to them, like that's that's just a selfish person, yeah. you know. And there's a lot of people in my life right now that like they 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 understand where I'm at. Yeah. They understand that I am genuinely like for the first time in seven years not depressed and I'm happy 
with how my life is going. And like, yeah, I'll have my tiny little moments, like little five, 10 minute moments yeah. of, yeah, I'm sad about this or this or this, but dude, you bounce back and you, you just think, I just think yeah. I'm too, I have too much going to be sad right now. You know? Yeah, for real. That's the same thing that happened to me. It was just kind of like, and the other thing that happened with me is I started realizing who I was not throwing the ball back to more, you know, who I yeah. was not giving love to as much that I was kind of shining the light on someone else when this person was here. Like you were one of them. Like I, I knew we were like friends. I knew we were like coworkers. I knew yeah. we had a lot in common, but uh, when I stopped talking to people as much and I started kind of just doing my own thing, like you and some other people, I started realizing, whoa, like these people are actually people who have kind of entered my life. Like I haven't yeah. had a lot of memories with, but that like I should keep, you know, that yeah. I should hold on to. And I started realizing other people that like I don't talk to anymore that just don't hit me up anymore. Yep. And I think about them way more than they ever think about me. And I'm just like, that's wow. A, that's, that's one of the biggest things that helped me get over my sadness. I said, I said, Bro, she's not thinking about me, so why should I put energy to think about her? Exactly. Like, he's not thinking about me. Why should I put energy to think about him? Yeah. Like, if, like, a relationship is a two-way street and the biggest thing you have to realize is 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 one of the biggest things for humans, it's hard to accept things that we don't want to accept. Yeah. And exactly. that's my biggest flaw as a as, – as, like, a, as a player is my biggest thing always, football, basketball, no matter what, now mm-hmm. even lacrosse, like – if I don't want to do something, I'm going to put my mind to not wanting to do it. Yeah. But being able to push through that and being yeah. able to do it or the exactly. opposite, that's huge. Like I remember my, I remember, I didn't want to play with a long pole, like a six-foot pole. I did not want to play with a long pole. And I told my coach, I am not playing long pole. I love long pole now. I, <laughs> I hated it. I yeah. literally was like, I will do anything to not play long pole. I want a shorty or whatever. And now I love it. I actually yeah. played with a shorty today at practice. I hate it. I love that because <laughs> I pushed myself to as like, that's one of my biggest flaws. Like mm-hmm. I remember basketball. I didn't want to dribble with my left. I didn't dribble with my left. I didn't want to, but I taught myself how to, of course, because yeah. I needed to, but, or even football, I didn't want to do the right technique. I wanted to do it the way I wanted to do it. Yeah. And nobody could change that because I was stubborn. Yeah. But stubbornness got in the way of me exactly. as well. Exactly. Pushing, pushing through those things. It's what's, it was less, you know, so if somebody doesn't want to see you, yeah, shit's gonna hurt. Uh-huh. Somebody doesn't want to see you. Like, yeah, that that hurts me. Like when I hit up someone and I'm like, hey, like I miss you. I want to see you. And they're like, I don't want to see you. I don't need you in my life. I don't want you in my life. I'm like, damn. Like, I did so much for you. Like, exactly. I, I care for you so much and I love for you so much. Like, and you're just gonna push me out like that. But like at the end of the day, like that's 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 their thing. Like you gotta respect yeah. what they want. And like even though I I would want to fight that and say no. Like please, like I just want to see you or whatever. Like. Uh-huh sometimes you can't bro you just gotta accept it and i realized that the relationship with those people that didn't want to see me it was kind of like my own head kind of painting what they did for me and what how much they meant to me and i was doing that for so long like my stubbornness was speaking more than everything else like i was talking to people like today i was hitting up one of my friends and i i told them you know i I have something of yours Mm -hmm. and I mean, I always joke around. Like, if someone doesn't respond to one of my friends, I say, you know what? Like, hey, like, what's up? Or guess not. Or, you know, I always do that with my friends. Uh-huh. And my friends always get it. Like, Davey gets it. Yeah. Dion gets it. They all get it. 
And then this person, like we, we, were, we were close for so long. And I said that and they just took it to offense. And they, they're like, I have a, I have a life. Like I have a fucking life. And I was like, I was like, whoa, like, why are you so offended? And I just started to realize that I was painting this image about this person that I really like didn't really like it, it's not what it was in my mind like this person is what they are now and I, I realize I was so stuck in the people, people and like change. the moments that they gave me because I was so appreciative of the moments there they it gave is. me so that's like, what oh, hurt me the most this person does this for me this person did this for me and I was so I clinged on so much to the little moments that they did good that I didn't realize that like why am I focusing on stuff so down back in the road when I'm not realizing stuff that's like right in front of me? That's like what they are now. The same way I've changed is the same way they've changed. Yep. The same way like I feel different about them is the same way they feel different about me. And I was so stuck on the way they were before that I haven't really been focusing on how they are now. That's the biggest how they thing, bro. Now. That is the biggest thing is to realize who people are now. Like, dude, I was so hung up because – I wanted to perceive the person I wanted as the person they used to be, let alone to know that people change. Yeah. Matt, bro, if you asked me literally at the beginning of January, I was not like this. Yeah. I literally changed maybe a month and a half ago. Me too, actually. Like, like same, it's, it's same a thing. very quick, slight yeah. change in me. And honestly, the biggest I, thing is realizing that like, if it is an old person, if you are sparking an old thing with a friend, girlfriend, ex, whatever relationship it is. Don't base the relationship off of what they used to be because yeah. people aren't that way always. People change. Yeah, and that's thing. what that was. For me, it was like it wasn't even like January, February, like a month ago. It was. I would say it was even as soon as this podcast started, like um, a week ago or two weeks ago, where I had this like switch. Like I was doing things differently. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. For a while. But I was just not seeing the change in my mentality, you know, mm -hmm. like that mentality change where I'm just like, okay, I'm starting, I'm finally starting to realize things. I'm finally starting to see things for how they actually are. And because of that, I was just like, okay, I'm trying to be something I'm not. Yeah. I'm trying to change in a, in a lot of ways. And then I started realizing that just one day to another, it was just, I woke up one day and I was just like, wow, I was so like, I was holding myself back. Yeah. Like I was honestly my biggest enemy. I wouldn't even say the people around me or the people that hurt me were the people that hurt me the most. It was like how I reacted to how yeah. they hurt me. That hurt and me that's, the most. That's one thing I've realized too. I realized like it gets to a point where the person hurting you isn't even hurting you anymore. Yeah. You're hurting yourself because you yeah. keep on to it. Like, that's the one thing I went through is like, the person who was hurting me mm -hmm. wasn't really even hurting me yeah. anymore. They were doing what was best for them. And that was not yeah. contacting me or whatever. And I was just hurting myself more because I thought too deeply into it and too much yeah. of it. And I was just like, this and this. And it's like, yo. You're you're doing too much, yeah. and I look back at that like Pedro I look back at that, dude. Like, I look that. back at that, and I'm like, I've exactly. literally. I remember I looked I looked at my friend the other day, and I was just like, yo, I cannot believe. Not to say it was a waste, yeah. Because <laughs> those feelings and those things are good to go well, through. Real, but I was like, I cannot believe I dragged myself out for so 
many months because of one thing. Exactly. And all that did was do absolutely nothing. It clearly taught me a lesson, but damn. Yeah. You just think about it and you're like, Honestly, when I first got out of my relationship, I was like pointing fingers way too much. Yeah. At so many people. You got to point the finger at yourself. I was pointing fingers at my ex, which I, I wish I could apologize to her nowadays. I was pointing fingers at her friends, at the people around her, the people around me, or like little things that I thought I could fix. And then I realized now that it wasn't really them. Like, yes, they did stuff that was not good. They did stuff that hurt me, but it was really the way I reacted that ruined most of the things. And it was more of like, I was so caught up in pointing fingers and just going like, oh, she did this, she did that. Like her friend did this, like, oh my God, they talked about me like this. And then I started looking at it and I'm like, wow, like I'm really just a moderate berry. Like I'm just, yeah, being, I'm just, that being shit upset. doesn't even matter because who and, cares? And like that was just ruining everything. And that just honestly just changed the way she looked at me, the way everyone looked at me. And I was yeah. just like, honestly, like I'm just doing it myself. Like I'm literally just digging my own hole at this point. Like maybe in the beginning, she was the one hurting me. Maybe in the beginning, other people were the ones like ruining it. But at the end of the day, like I was, it's really how you react to the situation that really affects you. Yeah. And like, because I was so sad because I was so caught up in my feels and I was, I honestly, like, I'm going to be real honest, like the situation that I was in, like a lot of people think, oh, it was all the other person. It was all this, but a lot of it was just me overreacting me being just such a fool. Like I could have handled it so differently. Yeah. If anyone's listening out there, you're going through a breakup, just keep it to yourself sometimes. Like, if it's a big deal, like, yeah, reach out to people. But honestly, just keep it to yourself. Like, deal with it on your own, kind of. If you need someone, then contact someone. But me just pointing fingers and me just causing such a scene made things just snowball out of control. Yeah. And I feel like that's why I... I mean, I learned now that that's what it was, and it was just a learning process. Yeah, of course. I mean, what was the, what was what you learned most out of this relationship, honestly? Um, the one thing I learned most. I mean, what do you mean, like the good stuff or like what I just learned overall, from the just bad like stuff? I, I have one thing that I learned. Like, I learned that communication is key. I learned that mm, talking yeah. to the person is really key. And even though, yeah, we had great communication. Yeah, I had great communication with everyone. But honestly, if you look, if I look back at it, like. There was so much miscommunication, like yeah. so many text messages that I was speaking out of my ass and so many text messages that I knew that she was speaking out of her ass, but I just interpreted it so differently. And it was just like, if That's I just I like, text, That's if I just I sat there calling. or even in person, like either yeah. way, like there was so many situations where I took things to heart where I shouldn't have. And that just comes down to communication skills and going like, yo, and in the future, like, I will be like, okay, like, I'm not going to take that to effect. Like, the words you say to me, I know you're just saying it because you're upset. I know that you don't actually mean it. I know that a lot of things that you say are just, you're just saying it. And same thing with what I'm saying, you know? And also, like, just pointing the finger at myself a lot of the times. Because yeah. in this relationship, I was I was blaming, blaming her and blaming friends and honestly, even blaming my mom a lot of the times, my parents, like family members and it's just like why am I blaming all these people when in reality it's just my issue Mm -hmm. like it's no one else's issue 
me putting this blame on some on other people or it's just causing pain to them too. Yeah. And it's just dragging into something that they don't want to be in. And then it just makes everyone go like, okay, we need to stay away from Jacobo for a while. Yeah. And then, I mean, I had friends, like my close friends, thank God they're honest, that were like, Jacobo, like you're a mess. Like, yo, like you got to get out of this. Like it's over. It's done. Like what they said, like you only can do so much. And I was over here trying to be Superman. I was over here trying to see, oh, like if I go to her house, like, oh, if I do this, like, oh, if I, if I contact her like this, or if I reach out to this person through her, like I can fix it. And it was just like, I wasn't looking at it for what it was. And that's like, kind of like what I learned, like looking at it for what it was, blaming myself and more than just blaming fingers. Cause okay. It's good to point people's mistakes out, but I mean, there's no point in just continue to blame them. Cause there's nothing you can do to fix them. You can't just go and go like, okay, I'm going to fix this habit you have. Like, you just can't do that to someone. And if you're doing that for someone, like, yeah, you gotta, it's again, like what you said, like a lot of people told you to get over her. Yeah. A lot of people told you to block her, but at the end of the day, you were the one that had to do it. Yeah. It's tough, but and that's the same thing you have to do with people. Like if someone doesn't like you, if someone's broken up with you, mm-hmm. you can't do anything to change them. Like they have to do it themselves. Yeah. No doubt about it. So Definitely. I guess like, that's what I learned Yeah, from it. I mean, what I learned is uh, honestly all good things. Yeah. As bad as it was, I learned all good things. I learned uh, the biggest thing was I learned self worth. Yeah. I learned how to how to um. Uh, I learned how to put a standard for myself. Yeah. I really didn't have standards before. I mean, I mean, of course I had standards, but yeah. like uh, when it came to girls, it was like. Yeah, whatever girl can make me happy, and and that's usually still how it is. But it's still a standard of you know, yeah, specific things. Yeah, and um, one thing I do appreciate from from uh, from my ex, of course, was was uh like she taught me like she taught me like worth. Like she told me like you are worth this. Like yeah, like you shouldn't be treated any less than this. You shouldn't be treated any less than this yeah. or this and this and like that. That like she made me realize like shit. And like she, she did do a lot of those good things, and like yeah. even out of all the bad stuff that happened between us, um, you know what? Now that you say it, like I learned that too. Honestly, dude, you, you, you learn, learn like that. you learn like you learn a stepping stool every time. Exactly, it's just you know, it's every every relationship's a new thing. You learn different things, and the one thing I learned is, uh, is is also just like I don't, I didn't want to regret anything. I like my friends were pissed at me because I kept going back, and it's like I kept going back because I didn't want to regret anything yeah like i didn't want to be like shit you know i don't want to regret not doing this or this and like after a while it gets to the point where you're like ah it's kind of just yeah just being a dead cat at this point Uh uh-huh horse or whatever the metaphor is you know and um honestly the biggest thing like biggest thing was like worth like i learned like what i was and like what i had to give to a to a woman or to a girl and like um I learned a lot of things out of that relationship, dude. That was a that was a, that was a very good relationship for me, and, I, and I'm happy I went through that, and I'm happy I went through uh, through it with the person I did, you know. Um, yeah, that was a very random relationship too. That uh, actually, I I I didn't think it was gonna last that long or as as much as it went yeah. on because like I had just recently got out gotten out of a relationship before I got yeah. into that one. I was like. That's kind of how mine was too, honestly. Yeah, that's, how, that's how it was. And I was just like, ah, whatever. Yeah. 
And then I got into it, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, we actually – just kind I of remember, snowballed. Yeah, yeah, I remember we actually started dating after, like, nine days of talking. I was yeah. crazy. And I was like, what the fuck? But that was, that was, that was great. Yeah. You know, and, and no matter what happened, just, you know, like, at the end, I also learned, like, there's a lot of intricate things that I learned that, like, I mean, I don't really want to speak on. Um, like little or just things too that you many want to speak on, you know. But the the biggest part was just worth. Like you understand who you are as a person, and she she really helped me. And like, um, understanding that. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people always say. I mean, I'm, I haven't really openly said this, but a lot of people always say, uh, like, yo, after everything that went on, why do you still talk to her? Or like, why do you still care about her? And it's like, yo, she saved my life. Like, yeah, I wasn't a. I was in a broken place. I was in a very dark place. Yeah. Uh, when I met her, and to be honest, if it if it wasn't for her, I don't I don't know if I would be alive today. Yeah. And for someone to say, "Why do you still care?" for someone like that, dude, I don't care what she did or what what we That's went how through. I like, so. dude, at the end of the day, I'm grateful for the like for that that you gave me, like you you literally saved my life like you know and i gotta be grateful for that and grateful for the other people that yeah. were there for me you know it wasn't just all her it was other people as well but like she was a big part of that and and um for me to just forget that i don't i, don't, yeah. I can't i'm a, i was i was i was born with a big heart my parents yeah. my parents taught me to love big my friends my friends get mad at me like sometimes i, I i'll be talking about her and just saying stuff and they'd be like yeah they'd be like, like why are you bringing them up and i'm like and it's like bro it's I'm like, a good memory this like, girl like you know? literally like she saved my life through so many me. things like she helped me she was funny as fuck sometimes yeah. she made me laugh like honestly so many things she did made me who i am today you know and like she is i mean i hate to call ariana grande on this but you are like you are a little piece of your exes all the time and what she said like i mean that. you take little you know you take yeah, little things like, from them and, she, that, and that's, that's she taught good. me a lot of good things and and that's good that's never that's never bad but the the it's yeah my friends always get upset they're like why are you bringing this up and i'm like bro like, I'm yo, 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 like, no, like, are you I'm okay like are you okay and i'm like, I'm like yo bro like, i'm i'm dead ass fine yeah it's just like it's a good memory bro like it's it was it was like i'm trying to show you a I'm trying to tell you guys like a good funny memory yeah, that like I had funny. with an ex, and you guys were turning it, flipping, and making it sound bad. Like, I mean, my coach said that this week, like on the weekend. Yeah. I was we were talking about this, and I was like, we were like talking a bunch of stuff, and I was telling my coach, and I was like, oh, coach, because he was talking about like tall girls, and I was like, oh, coach, like, I used to date this girl, she was like six two and all this, <laughs> and then he's like, he was like, why are you bringing up your ex? You still got feelings for her or something. I was like, bro, it was just a thought. Like we were talking yeah. about it. Like they took it. I feel so like that's when you like really get over it because, was, dude, yeah, when you get like when I can you can't mention it and it's like taboo. That's like when it's like okay, I'm not over this person, but now I talk about it so freely and I'm like, I'm over I talk it. about it because I talk I'm about over it. it. It's, a, like, it's a, yeah. like I said, it's a good memory. Like it, it's it's fun and like I have no like I have no problems with yeah. it. You know, and I like I mean I hope to God like. I hope my exes and stuff are are bringing yeah. up fun memories with me too. Because we have you know? some like, funny ass memories. Dude, that's what I'm feel. saying. You like you're yeah. with someone for like a year or some. You get like you spent like the yeah. past year of your life with the same 24 person. 24 hours all dude, the time. Hanging out every day. Like yeah. you have the same Especially stuff me and my ex, you travel everywhere and we had funny stories. Just, see, like, like, I never stories, got to experience that, but like stories where we're just like cracking up so hard where like our stomach hurts and it's just like why make those memories disappear? 
yeah. when like they were so good. Like, I'm you not know? gonna, I, yeah, like I'm not gonna say I'm gonna like I, my friends like oh like you say all these things blah 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 but like be careful, dude. Like what if she comes back? What if she hits you up? And I'm like yo like I never go back to something that broke me, but like I'm never gonna be like oh okay like I'm gonna avoid every good thing yeah. she gave me because if I just avoided every me- good memory that I had with the person that I don't talk to anymore. I, would, I, wouldn't have, I honestly would not have that many yeah exactly shit. Like, like that's the that's the point you bring it up because it was good there's phases in if life if it wasn't you know? good you wouldn't be saying it exactly. out loud and I hate the whole social norm of oh you're not with that person don't talk about them anymore like no bro I'm gonna talk about them because yeah. they did they did good things to me too just just because there was bad things doesn't mean I'm not gonna talk to yeah not gonna talk about it I mean we talk about history all the time in school yeah. like you really think I want to know Hitler killed all these people or like all the, the genocides and shit like no but we're, we're talking about that yeah, because it's something we need to know. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. But in general, even good stuff in history, we talk about the good stuff of finding different cures that we yeah, did. And, and I, even, I even talk about my mistakes. Like, when my of homies course. ask me, like, oh, I need help with this type of relationship exactly. stuff. And I'm like, yo, back when I did this, like, I made a mistake of, like, for example, there was a situation when me and my ex were together where we were at the fair and I was just being such a dick. And this guy comes up to her and kisses her on the cheek and I just got upset and I was just causing such a scene about it. When in reality, I should have gone up and just been like, yo bro, back up. That's my girl. And I always, from that day on, like my friend, like the other day I was hanging out with one of my homies and his girl was like getting hit on. And I told him like, bro, don't be me. Don't be a pussy. Like go up there and be like, yo, like this is my girl. Just, Honestly, just hug her and kiss her, you know, like just do something to show that you love her because I know how much that affected my ex and I know how much it made her seem like I didn't care about her. And I learned like, you know, like I'll never do that again. Like for the next girls I'm with, like if there's ever a guy that comes up to her or if there's ever a situation where I need to protect her, like I will make her feel like she's mine. And like, I feel like just learning those mistakes and just bringing them up consistently makes me learn from them. And if I just want like, oh, I'm never going to talk about that situation again. At that point, I'm just being stubborn. You're taking, you're taking, like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, you're I'm taking, just hiding it. Exactly. Under the bed. You're like good information that you need to be yeah. able to tell people. Just because it was with a specific person, you're telling me I just can't yeah, talk about it exactly. just because it's with this. No, that's stupid. That's ignorant. Yeah. That's stubborn. Yeah. You, you, you have those experiences. You uh-huh. go through those things in life. So you can talk about exactly. it in the future, you know? And, and that's the biggest thing is learning from them. Every yeah. relationship is, is a learning little little relationship until you get to that big one where you're like all right now yeah, i'm ready to exactly. settle i know everything you know exactly. most of it and that's the biggest thing it's like just understanding the role yeah of, of, and that's like of what i've honestly learned the most out of all this but i'm so proud of you man you you've been going through appreciate so you, much bro. and then you just, you. you've just been going up ever since you know dude honestly you get to a point where you're so low that everything is just gotta it's just gotta go up yeah man. you gotta yeah, you're in a hole or something like you if you keep being sad like that's that's when i realized like damn i'm just doing it to myself yeah if you keep being sad if you want attention if you want people to feel bad for you first off you're pathetic you just look pathetic yeah second you're just digging yourself deeper bro you're not yeah. literally you're not doing anything and nobody's nobody is obligated to help you yeah People have people have children. People have food mm-hmm. to to make to eat. People have classes to go to, sports yeah. to play. People have jobs to go Definitely. to, parents to take care of, grandparents. Some people got to take care of their siblings. People don't have time to deal with your stuff. Yeah, 
it's your depression. It's not other people's depression or it's your sadness or your issue, not other people's issues. Yeah. There's, of course, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with reaching out. People should always reach out, but it gets to a point where you got to do things for yourself. You yeah. can't just expect everybody else to help you out. That's that's just selfish. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I mean, that's honestly the biggest thing. It's, it's just... You just yeah. gotta think about yourself. You gotta pull yourself out of a hole. I mean, you can't, you can't expect all that stuff. Like for me, my biggest thing is like with a lot of my songs, I put my emotion into one song and leave it. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how it is. Like dude, like <laughs> distractions. All these songs, yeah. all these like let me show you short story. All this stuff. Like I put my heart into these songs, emotions into these songs, and I leave it. It's there on my SoundCloud. If yeah. I ever want to refeel it or resee it, I'll listen to it. But I That's leave true. it now. It's not in my head anymore. I leave it in my music. People have heard it. I know it's there. What What else could I possibly ask for? Yeah, like it's there. Like I have it there. Like like I don't need to. You know, I don't. I don't need to keep that in my mind. New things. You gotta have new, fresh things going through your mind. Exactly. Getting your mind off things. It's like it's like waking up in the morning and the first thing you think of should be yourself not thinking like oh i miss this person i remember that was my biggest thing. that was the biggest thing for me waking up in the morning the first night time was for me i think of was it was nighttime oh, for me this person because i mean we were what they do last night, night together so it was just like hard at night i would be like oh what she's doing I who's she with yeah or it's just overall I mean, for me it was just doing. in general honestly for me in general it wasn't but now it's, just, it's not even a it thought was in friends my too that i lost i i went through a lot of exactly. a, a lot of losing friends and Losing people as well, yeah. and that hurt as lot. I'm that hurt just as much. The as circle that losing. leaves with that person, Lo- exactly. That's the worst. That's the worst for me as well, dude. Losing like the losing. circle. It's like that. This losing. person takes this circle away, and I was trying to cling on to the people in her life, but I mean, God, if she listens to this, she'll be like, "I told you so." But it was so funny because I was so attached to every person around her. And at the time I, I was so ignorant. I was telling her like, Oh, like, why? Like, why can't I hang out with your friends? Why can't, but then I look back at it and it's like, yeah, it's not bad, but I realized where she was coming from. Like yeah. I realized that if she was doing the same thing with Davey, with Keon, I would have been pissed too. I would have not been like, I would be like, Whoa, what the that heck? That makes sense. But also the biggest thing in a relationship is you can't expect to, uh, you can't expect to bring some bring other people into somebody else's life uh, and expect them to just drop it. Exactly. Uh, I, I'm all for, you know, specific people like, okay, that's my yeah. best friend. Don't get near them. Or, But if there's other people that you've met mutually. Exactly. At that and point, I, I at, that point I, at that point, you got to think about the other person and say, hey, your best friend, you probably met through someone else. How do you think they felt? Yeah. Like some of them I knew even before and we I even started no dating. Like, so I have no problem yeah. with that. But exactly. then when it gets hypocritical and the other side of party is like, oh, don't be friends with this friend, yet they're still friends with your friends. You're just sitting there like, um, what? Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, bro, I, I could, whatever, you know? Well, she respected my circle, but it was, it was, yeah, it was hard for me to let go of those people. And it's not like I let go of them. Like, I still love them. And I still, like, if they contact me, I'll still be there for them. But it was just distancing myself from them. Just because yeah, I, took, I realized I that there was off. an underlying, like, I would think about her when I was with yes, them. Yes, or when you saw stuff. Dude, that biggest thing for me. And until I was step, over them completely. My last like, step was in January. Exactly. My last step was in January. I took off everything. The people that were connected to the people that I was sad because of uh, their siblings, 
And it wasn't uh, even that that person was bad. significant yeah. other that they were exactly. with. Or just the people that went to their school or the people that I knew through them. I took them off Snapchat. I was like, I don't need to have you guys on here because you guys are just bringing reminiscing or you guys are making me reminisce about things that I shouldn't be thinking. For me, it was just not hanging out with them as much and just like keeping them as acquaintances because it's not like they were posting about them consistently, but yeah. it was just like, you don't want to burn a bridge. You don't. It, want to it was just like, I'm there for you and we're yeah. still part of each other's life. And I want you to see me grow and be the person I'm going to become. And I want to see you become the person you want to become, but I just can't hang out with you consistently. Cause every mm-hmm. time we're together, before in the past them. we were with this person you know yeah and, and it's it's that's yeah how it is sometimes but uh, you live and learn you make new friends People so what's just... next for you with music and everything dude honestly i've actually been on a break Damn. for a minute i actually haven't recorded like, i don't even have my stuff with me it's, it's with shane shane does everything i haven't recorded a song in three four 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 weeks. Yeah, focusing on lacrosse right now. Um, school, well, huh? just in general, just focusing. Like, it's also good to take a creative break. I was yeah. making a lot of music. Yeah, you were. Lot, you have like what? How many songs do you have right now? Out right now, probably like twenty-two. Damn. But I still have like. I will show you. I like. I'll show you all my all my music when we're done with this too. I have all these songs that I have, like have not like released yet. Like, yeah, dang. you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot on here, people. If you guys can't see, yeah. A lot to I come. have a lot, a lot, and it's 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 not even music that I don't push. I don't like pushing them. Like, all right, I'm done. Next song. It's like I see a song and I listen. I'm like, this is what I like, and then I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm feeling a little sad today. I'll make a sad song. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling pumped. Just I'll make putting a those emotions yeah, yeah, is really as much emotions into those songs, and I really don't write. I've told you this before. I don't. I don't really write. I freestyle. I freestyle stuff. off the top of my head. Um, I write tiny little things, like little messages I want to put in a song. I'll write. Um, but it's also freestyle. Like, I'll freestyle that. And then, <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's a good one. And write it down. Or or um, everything's mainly freestyle. And then I just write it down and then perfect it. Like, I'll go into a song and say, like, oh, this. Yeah. No, 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 this, 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 this. And then I'll replay it, write it down and say, all right, rather than saying this word yeah. or this sentence, I'll fix it and make it sound better or rhyme this word with this word because this line means more to me than this yeah just like little tuning yeah but but i just do that and honestly like it just it comes easy to me yeah like i also read a lot that's not to sound like eminem or anything but i read a lot so i read a lot increases your vocabulary increases my vocabulary my knowledge um being able to tie little things with things and 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 understanding, like you, like in rap, you got to think two bars ahead every time. Yeah. When you're rapping this bar, damn, I'm thinking of the next two that's yeah. coming and the next two that's coming. And I love it. I honestly like. We'll just be hanging out with my friends, and just throwing a beat, and they'll be like, "All right, Pedram, go or whatever." Yeah. We were, I was doing it in the car when we were going up. My coach threw on a <laughs> Funny beat. Funny thing is, uh, um, so yesterday I, I was, so we talked. Me, me and you talked. We, uh, so Pedram was the first person that contacted me again to do a podcast, like. He was, I got many of you, which I will get to eventually, but, uh, he was one of the first people he's like, I want, I want to be on the podcast. So I was like, okay, well, let's open a date up. We'll do it. And yes, it was kind of when we set the date up and I was like, okay, like I want to switch up my podcast every day. So I started watching interviews of like just people interviewing musicians and stuff. And (laughs) I came up with this idea. I don't know if you want to do it or not, but, uh, so you know how like on Sway, they do like the whole interview yeah. and at the end they freestyle. Yeah. 
So I was like, I'm down, bro. I'm let's down. do it. Let's throw you on a beat right now. All right, bet. Just so people are inspired to get to the end. Yeah, bro. Yeah, throw yeah, on well, a beat. Figure it <laughs> it's out. It's funny. Me and Pedro, on my private, he, I would like contact him. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And <laughs> it was so funny because I would contact him on 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 it and we would just go on it. And there was a couple people, shout out to Nick Lopez and other people that would just listen to us rap. It was so funny. So, I mean, I rap a little bit, not as good as Pedro, but. We're about to go at it right now, I guess, at the end of this. And, oh, yeah, bro. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, – so I just wanted you to say your username and all that just in case you want some followers. Bet. All right. I mean, uh, Twitter and Instagram, it's just going to be P underscore Dumb 21. I think Twitter is actually P Dumb 21. Uh, Instagram is P underscore Dumb 21. Great music, uh, great music. SoundCloud is going to be just P Dumb. If you just search up P Dumb, it should pop up. I think I'm the only person out there with yeah. that. Um, and that's – I mean, that's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah, we're probably gonna end it after this uh, freestyle. So I just wanted to say thank you guys if you guys made it all this way. We went an hour and five minutes, dude. Damn, that's good quality. <laughs> so uh, I mean, you really like this beat, so I'm just gonna throw you on this, and then I guess we can just go. All from right, there. let's see it then. All right, let's let's go. Let's see it. Oh, there's wherever you go. <laughs> all right, here goes. I mean, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Start it off, and I'll, I'll just go off you. Uh, all right. <laughs> man, I've been wanting to do this for so long, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm with Pete up. Yeah, we having fun. Yeah, I couldn't stop, couldn't stop. Uh, listen. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to drop to the floor. Close the fucking door. I don't fucking care, cause this bitch she kinda snore. I don't care, cause you know I don't keep the score. I don't do this shit, cause I closed up a door. I'm a feeling good in the hood with P Dumb. We feeling good and we can't stop having fun. We have the gun and we trying to come. JK, no homo, but it's okay, cause you know I got the memo. We doing good. I don't fucking care, cause you know I stare. I don't triple dare. I don't, uh. Do the shit kinda crazy, and I'm kinda lazy, but we smoking hazy, uh. Jumping rubber, smoking by the OZs. I had to tell the people come out and they could see me. I had to spit a verse and let it fly by. I had to show these other dudes that I'm really fly guy. I had to spit the bars and show the children how we live in. I had to do it, man. Show them how we. Uh, and then we came in here showing how we did this thing Cause I don't really mess with them if they ain't really put a thing in I got other dudes living in the house with them triggers I'ma pull up in here one day I'ma make six figures I'ma do it for my mama I'ma do it with no drama I'ma do it for the Daily Lama I'm about to shoot a tag I'm about to shoot a boy I'm about to get it if they come in, I ain't got no toys. I got the toolie, got the dually. If they come in, I'ma shoot it, I'ma let it pop off with the Uzi. Hey, I really miss Lil Uzi. He stopped making music, that shit hurt me. And I miss X, rest in peace to the bro. It's you, everybody know they coming slow. Had to show them how we spit it from the top of the dome. Had to show them how my living 619 is my home. Had to show them if we do it, then I come for the wins. Everybody knows I doing it, and I'm eating my den. Eating my dinner, I'm just a winner. I'm a finesse, and I'm a go-getter. And I got your girl, and she gonna get wetter. Aquafina diamond stripping had to get wetter. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. And we don't stop. Yeah, we don't stop. And we bought a bop. 
we about to go all the way to the top. Me and Pedram, we about to drop a mixtape. I don't care, you have faith. I'm over here and you like, what, what? I'm like, I'm about to make you love me. You over here and I'm above me. I can't even stop like I'm running from the cops. I'm about to fucking cop everything, uh. Never stop pushing on the gas. I got that class that I passed. Got all this gas in my blunt. I don't care. I'm about to punt every little thing. I don't fucking care because you know I like to sing. Do it from the top a cappella because you know I'm hella faded. And you know I'm over here and you know I am jaded. Uh. Uh, uh, hold on. I found this really cool beat. I, mean, I know you like it, but... <laughs> You're getting so much better, dude. That's <laughs> fucking dude, crazy. Dude, actually, like, I can see the progression. Yeah. And the growth, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the progression and the growth gets, it gets crazy. Yeah. Listen as you witness the survival of the illest All these people trying to tell me that I'm the realest But you know I can't stop cause you know I'm a better to do the top I don't fucking care cause I never drop I'm on the grind, uh Got money on my mind, uh And you know I'm about to rhyme, uh Read between the lines, uh Come up from behind, uh I don't care, I don't care Bitches stare, triple dare And you know I listen to the snare. Uh, yeah, right, give me work, give me work. Um, I don't know. Heat, heat, yeah. That's pretty. All right, hey, hey. I'm about to pack it like a Miami and I'm going to bring the heat. I'm about to show them how we win and we defeat. I'm going to always tell you, mama, always say the heat. And she said to stop, no, I said on repeat. I'ma show you, mama. I'ma make all the millions. I'ma show you, mama. I'ma make all the trillions. I'ma show you, daddy. I'ma make all them aliens. I'ma show them till I go like I'm living the zillions, hey. And I'm moving in the fast lane. Yes, I'm moving in the fast lane. Yo, bitch, come over and she give me all the good brain. I call that intelligence, intelligence, the knowledge and the shit that she be giving is impeccable. And everybody knows I'm pulling in this like I'm breakable. Hey, and I'm on my Drake flow. I had to stop and let a bitch stop on a Drake go And she can say whatever she want. Yo, that ball was deep, bro. Yeah, that was Drake with the Draco. I don't know if you guys get the Soldier Boy. Hey, I'm about to go back in. I'm about to kill this beat. I'm about to show them how I come. I never gonna lose. I'ma just win. I'ma just go. And I'ma just tap in. And I'ma show these bitches how I get it moving. And everybody knows I stop by not grooving. I'm about to show them how we come for the movement. I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to show them I'm P-Dumb. I'm the one, I'm the chosen. And everybody knows that I'm shining real golden. And that's my lyrics and that's what I'm spitting in. And if you hating, well, you can finish it. I don't care what they saying, I'ma come with emotions. Everybody knows I'm on move a locomotion. And I'm about to show it. And I'm about to get your pussy wet just like the ocean. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
while we listen to Frank Ocean. But you know I can't stop because I'm in the right motion. All these bitches trying to tell me I'm like Frank Ocean. Trying to sing. I don't care. I'm about to say everything on my mind, on the grind. Never trying to lose. And I do this shit because you know I'm confused. And I'm trying to amuse all the people in the world. I don't fucking care because I don't need a girl. I don't fucking care because the world still twirl. I don't do this shit because you know I still hurl. Every now and then I don't care because you know I'm like a hen. Do this shit because you know I'm in the fucking farm, in the barn. But you know I can't do this shit. I'm about to farm all this shit in the world. Uh, yeah, me and Pete, um. Yeah, we just having fun. I'll send you a bunch.